to another week of Soap Secrets and it has been a great week as we uh, forewarned you last week. Now there's even more to come. We've got Victoria Wilson here with me today talking all things Holby. Hi Victoria. Morning Hannah. And we've also got Claire Rupp to talk about all the rest of the soaps and there's so much going on. Hi Claire. Hi Hannah. Okay, let's start with Holby, um, as we do in true tradition. And the, the drama, I mean, we keep thinking it can't ramp up anymore, and it just goes and does that, doesn't it? I mean, it really is so good at the moment. There's been the shock crash, um, which left Don with life-changing injuries, and, and Jodie has lost the baby. What, what's next for Holby, Victoria? Okay, yeah, so as you pointed out, um, massive episode recently. Uh, Holby fans, I know, were absolutely beside themselves when... Dominic Copeland, real show favourite, um, ended up involved in, in a near... It was a near-fatal car smash, to be fair, um, after he went out looking for um, Sasha's mentally unstable ex, um, Jodie. It, it turned out, as you say, um, Dom, played by the brilliant David Ames, has um, he'd sustained very serious abdominal injuries after... Pl- basically, he ploughed um, into a building site... And become he became impaled on a scaffolding pole. It was quite grim. Um, anyway, so while um, uh, Hanson basically told Sasha they should wait for the fire brigade to cut him out of the vehicle, but Sasha was adamant that there wasn't time and that if Dom didn't undergo urgent surgery immediately, he could die. Um, thankfully, Hanson managed to save Dom's life, but the, the surgery was complicated. And as Dom came round from his op, Hanson had to regretfully had to inform him that he'd been left with a permanent colostomy bag Dom's a young guy he's on the dating scene he you know all all of the things that sort of come with that it's a big deal it's a big deal to come around from surgery and find out that that's you're going to have to prepare for this whole new sort of way of life really so in this latest episode we find Dom really struggling to come to terms with that sort of uncertain future um, and it seems the doctor doesn't make a very good patient um, as <laughs> Dom puts a lot of pressure on Sasha to discharge him from, from hospital early so he can sneak out on a date. He kind of tries to lean on Ange, but obviously being a doctor and his mum, she's like, nope, you're staying here. And Sasha, I guess he kind of feels like he wants to, to sort of get on Dom's good side, so he, he it does agree to sign him out. Um, anyway, so Dom goes on this date. And it's quite interesting because it's almost like he uses the date to sort of get the temperature of how possible love interests might be towards his sort of new situation, if you like. Um, It's clearly far too soon, though, and and by pushing himself too hard, Dom ends up straight back on the operating table. He survives just again. uh, But when he then learns that Sasha pulled him from the car wreckage too hastily which resulted in him needing such life-changing surgery. Dom is furious. Um, There's one scene where Sasha says, oh, but Dom, I saved your life. And he says, no, you destroyed it. Um, So wanting wanting revenge, Dom makes the very bold decision and declares he's going to sue Holby. Dun dun dun! Yeah, it'll be very interesting to see where this, how the storyline plays out. But, uh, it's, but, it's going to be very hard to reconcile the two, if because yeah. you know legal action litigation is never a pleasant thing, is it? No, uh, it, it is really interesting because I guess um, it's really hard because yes, he is alive, but like, but like I said, it's a big thing to get your head around, and and a lot of people might think they wouldn't want a life like that. So you know. 
it's 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 it'll be an interesting one and of course you know it's a hospital he's worked at for a long time he has lots of friends there he has family there a mum and a sister so you know and 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 suing a hospital you know there's the thing that it could maybe put all their jobs in jeopardy so how do you balance that it'll be an interesting one yeah, it will be. It will be. It'll be very difficult. And and again, something. I mean, casualty is always very, very good at this. And and and, and Holby is too in their own way. It's kind of like actually looking at what this would really look like. Yeah. You know, how would this really be? Yeah, totally. Um. So yeah, this this will be an interesting one. That there is lots to come, and and it does mean we see more of Dom, which he, as I say, he's a real fan favorite. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 elsewhere, things are heating up for for Cameron, aren't they? Uh, yes, um, it, it sort of comes to a head, this one, it, it sort of starts one way, um, and then, and then sort of Cameron becomes involved, um, so if, generally, we, we sort of, it sort of all sort of starts with Alex and Donna, um, they're sort of like two lovesick kids enjoying being in the early days of their romance, um, but as we know, this is Holby, and no one stays happy for long. Um, not least when <laughs> any, Alex, any soap, I think you're fine. <laughs> he, he uncovers a secret. Um, so basically, Alex gets a shock when patient Bobby tells him that he was the cyclist who knocked down his late brother Xavier, causing him to hit his head on the curb and die instantly. Um, if fans remember, Xavier had unearthed key evidence that would incriminate Killer Cameron, not wanting to be rumbled. Um, Cameron was on Xavier's tail and witnessed the moment he was hit took Xavier's satchel and fled. So you could say Hammond's day ends up turning into a nightmare when he's actually recognised by Bobby as being at the centre of the accident. Um, will Cameron look to be silencing someone else? We don't want to give too much away, but that's not the only piece of shock news Cameron gets that day. Um, as always, you'll have to tune in to find out more. Thank you, Victoria. That is another bumper week at Holby, of course. Um, we must tune in. But over from one hospital ward to another, let's talk about casualty. Claire, um, again, all going casualty, isn't it? And um, do we want to be on the right, wrong side of Connie? I, I would say no, categorically no. Yes, I would also agree with you. And um, so this week, cheeky paramedic Liam chats up Grace, Connie's 16-year-old daughter. So that's going to be interesting, isn't it? It um, will Liam's, be. Yeah. I mean, you've got two daughters. You're probably thinking, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm thinking, Connie's also thinking, no. To be fair to, to Leon... He is, he's a cheeky chappy and he's been struggling a bit to fit in to, to, to the paramedics. And then um, lovely, lovely Grace, she, every time she pitches up to have lunch with her mum or to go shopping with her mum, something, something medical comes up and Grace is sort of left. So her mother's not really, Hannah, been paying her that much attention. Um, and uh, this, is, this is how Leon and Grace meet. Um, so, so Grace is sitting outside waiting for a mum who's let her down again mm. and um Leon comes over you know he's a really cheeky chappy and he just says hi she says hi and uh, she says I'm a second year medical student lies 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 <laughs> <laughs> and he's just kind of Mr Nice Guy he doesn't think is she he just goes oh wow I'm a 
paramedic. And then they, he starts telling her about his day and, and everything. And uh, he says, do you want to go for a drink? And she goes, yes. Um, and, um, and then it turns into, let's go back to my place, Hannah. Oh, and we know where this is going to end up, don't yeah. we? It does. And uh, we see Connie's house, which I have to say is really nice. And um, she comes, she walks in, she comes into the house after her shift. She walks straight upstairs, say hello to her daughter in her bedroom, and she walks in on the pair half undressed. Oh dear. This is going, there's going to be fireworks, aren't there? And it's not firework night. Yes, because you know, like she's like really senior in the hospital, and poor Leon is brand new. He's not. He's not. He's not a senior paramedic. No. He's, he's. You know. He's. He's just started. So you know, like, and here he is being caught with um, a sixteen-year-old, her sixteen-year-old daughter. So there's going to be fireworks on that one. I think there really is, and and you can't help but feel a bit sorry for him because she sort of you don't you don't kind of in that situation go okay well let me see your passport do you I mean it's it's a no. really tricky one isn't it. I hope it he is. doesn't get painted as the villain. No, I hope I hope so too, um, because I, because yeah, he 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 just takes her at a word. She says she's a medical student, and he goes okay. Um, so, yeah, and uh, that that be that, and they go for a drink, and one thing leads to another. Yes. Now yeah. the thing that I really want to talk about is uh, is the very eventful birth that we saw last week, um, in which we kind of nearly lost Phoenicia, didn't we, and her son. Yes. Um, yes. Give us an update. So yes, so that was really, really, really eventful. So we had we had Phoenicia going into labour into in the middle of the woods. We had Ethan getting his foot caught in the snare. Um, eventually, Jan rocks up, good old Jan, and uh, she gives Ethan wire cutters. Uh, she, he manages to get free. He zips down to um, to Phoenicia, helps her with the birth. Jan gets, um, you know, she, she goes in and gets all the stuff to, to take them both back to hospital. And uh, actually, Phoenicia has given birth in the woods. So, um, so yes, so now Jan is transporting, you know, mother and baby. And it is touch and go because she does have pre- preeclampsia, but uh, they both pull, pull through. But it doesn't end there, does it? Because dramas never end there. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Poor, poor Phoenicia, she's had a rough ride. So uh, so she has five days of brand-new baby. She's doing it on her own because despite the fact that Ethan was there, he's still... He's still not. He's still going. No, I can't deal with this. Uh, you know, he's seen his his son. He's still going. No, I don't want to be part of 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 their lives. Um, and uh, suddenly, uh, little Bodie is um, rushed into ER at five days old with suspected sepsis, which we all know is really really serious. Um, and uh, Connie and as Connie fights to save him, will the parents, Phoenicia and Ethan, finally make up and move forward to happy? Happy co-parenting, mm. Hannah. Now, happy and soap in the same sentence. Hmm. <laughs> I'm not a betting woman, but if I were, no. <laughs> I, I think there's. I think there's a big. The, the big elephant in the room is still there because um, because Ethan has Huntington's disease and he still hasn't told Phoenicia that he has Huntington's disease and he could have passed it on to her son Bodie or their son Bodie yeah. and. And so when he does you know, come clean about it, or if he does come clean, then that could cause some resentment at an already sort of fragile relationship anyway. Yeah, yeah, massively. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness me. It is, it's all go. Absolutely, the hospital wards, I mean, they're pretty busy in real life. <laughs> they're certainly busy in soap world. Um, okay, moving over to Emmerdale. Um, 
Tracy gives birth this week, finally. Yes, I know. Longest pregnancy ever. I know, we've had lots and lots of babies in soaps at the moment, haven't we? And um, so, yes, yeah, so this is really nice. We have, we have Nate and Tracy. Um, you know, I think they're such a lovely couple. And, you know, a couple of weeks ago, she had Braxton Hicks. Everybody has Braxton Hicks. It's normal. You know, standard. It's normal. <laughs> so um, she went, no, and this time she's going, no. And, uh, but um, uh, she's, she's in the village when um, Kane and Nate come across her and uh, they're um, going, I think you're in labour, love. And Nate's been a bit dramatic about this. He doesn't do blood well. He doesn't do bodily fluids well, shall we say. I'm guessing there's a lot of that. Oh, there's going to be a lot of that, isn't it? There is. He's not going to be down the business end. He's going to be up the non-business end. The way it should be, frankly. <laughs> you never look at the person quite the same way again. So, um, so will he be there for Trace by by Tracy's side, holding her hand and saying more more gas and air, love more gas and air, or will he be out cold on the floor? Um, at the moment, we're going for out cold on the floor until Kane, his his father, steps in and helps him through it. And you know, there's a really touching moment between father and son because you know, like. Nate had an affair with Moira, mm. so and he wanted to get back at Nate uh, at Kane rather because he felt that you know he had abandoned him as a child and all of this kind of father son angst um, and he helps him through it so that's really lovely and um, Tracy and Nate are the proud parents of a lovely little girl. Oh, that's nice. There is a happy ending, but just for there this is. week. There's bound to be something worse <laughs> next. I just know it. <laughs> um, and but there is more drama, um, particularly for Kane, isn't there? I mean, Kane has some great storylines, um, but his mother Faith makes an appearance. Yes, she does. So Kane, Kane and his sister Chaz have a very difficult relationship with Faith. She's she's a she's she's also a bit of a scallywag, you know. She's she's a dingle through and through. And um, uh, Moira comes upon her and she's pinched a hearse. I, they must be really expensive hearses to buy. So I imagine there's quite a big black market for them. Mm. You heard me right. She's stolen a hearse. A hearse. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's a great getaway car. I suppose no one's likely to stop you. I mean, looking at the positives. We can't go very fast, can you? Because no. otherwise people are going, why is that curse doing that? Because normally they go in a very sedate... I'm not sure it corners pen. terribly well. No. <laughs> so... So, um, so yeah, so that's only something that a dingle would do. And, um, you know, Chaz and Kane are, are loggerheads as to whether their mother can stay. Chaz wants, her, wants their mother to stay. Kane doesn't. And um, the dingles have something that is called a dingle court where everybody in the family has a vote. Um, so they call, Chaz and Kane call this dingle court and uh, will the family vote in favour of Faith staying or will they, they throw her out of the village? Mm. Interesting. I like the Dingle Court. I think we should have a Fernando Court. Yes. I like that. Great idea. Love a democracy. <laughs> but then you have to abide by it, don't you, if the vote yeah. doesn't quite go when you've got way. two children's votes, it's going to be skewed. Yeah, OK, fair enough. We'll just hold off until that yeah. a bit older. Can, can we have ice cream every day yeah. this week? We're likely to say yes to that one. Exactly. Each time it'll be a 50 split, 50-50 split. <laughs> um, brilliant, I love it. OK, so Coronation Street. Um, talk of Will Mellor joining the cast. Yes. yes. I love I'm that. I'm so excited. 
he is so great he's been in everything and of course we we as as soap people best remember him as jambo in in hollyoaks but he's going to he's going to join cory as the drug lord so he's going to come in as jacob's boss so this is all around the simon leanne storyline um and i think he's going to be absolutely fab don't you Hannah? i think he's great I've, I, I in a way i'm surprised he hasn't landed here sooner I think he'll be absolutely yeah. great because he joins Corey as the as the drug lord, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. And I think I'm just I can't wait for that. So um, yeah, that yeah, is a be... really good casting. Yeah, absolutely yeah. brilliant. Um, now Jeff, I mean, he may be dead, but he kind of has a still has a hugely hugely looks. Jeff may be dead, but he still has a very strong hold, doesn't he, over over Yasmin? He... He does, he does. And um, we all remember, you know, his bullying and abusive ways. And um, he did force Yasmin to sign loans so that Jeff took out all these loans and um, he forced Yasmin to, to sign them. And these loans are now at final demand stage, Hannah. So this is really big. Um, and because Yasmin's been in prison, so she hasn't really been on top of them. Um, you know, they've been in... Uh, they were in Jeff's hands obviously he's dead um, and now she's come out of prison but she's in denial about everything and she sort of ignored them Mm. But um, yeah, so this week, uh, Yasmin has a, um, a visit from the um, from from bailiffs, which you really don't want. Um, and um, they're quite you know they're quite nice. They don't threaten her or anything, but they say um, we have to have a payment plan, and um, otherwise we'll, be, we'll come back and we will start repossessing items mm. from your house. Mm. You know, and this is re- I mean this really stressful really really stressful um and alia makes an appointment with the bank to discuss the, wh- whether these loans are valid but um as they have yasmin's signature on them the bank says yes they are despite the fact that she was forced to sign them so this is all really distressing to her um and um as Alia and her friends try to help Yasmin, will she finally take control over her destiny? I mean, you kind of got to hope that there has to be some... I mean, there must be... I don't know, but there must be some way of proving that someone's done something under duress because just there's a signature there. If someone's holding a gun to your head, you're going to sign it, aren't yes. you? I mean, that, so yeah. let's hope that the kind of the truth, you know, or they do the right thing, I suppose, and that she can finally take control. She's had a bit of a, a, bit of a big scrape there, hasn't she? Yeah, she has. So um, she does. She does have access to cash because she owns the community centre. But she probably doesn't want to sell that because that's kind of. Um, and she, you know, obviously she's, she she owns Speed Dial or part of Speed Dial, um, which is a which is a which is a business. But you know, the community centre. She probably thinks that's a bit of a pension. She doesn't really want to get rid of it. It's a fallback position for her. I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't want to sell it either if I was in her position. No, no, it's. Um... Again, something that the site will have had to have done quite a bit of a kind of um, research into, won't they? And work yeah. to find out, you know, the best way through. Um, and talking of um, Will Meller coming in, obviously the kind of the, the, the scenes that are being set before he does arrive. Um, things are going bad to worse for Simon, aren't they? He's kind of ended up on a, a, a sticky old road, which is a real shame. Um, and this week we see him putting Sam, which is uh, Nick's newly discovered son, isn't it, in danger? Yeah. Yeah. So little Sam, he looks up to Simon, you know, there's about there's about um, about eight years. So he's his big older brother. He has, he's an only Sam's an only child. So he's now got this brother, his big older brother, and he sort of idolizes him a bit. Um, and um, he says, you know, will you take me for 
bike ride Simon and Simon says yes but just as they're about to head off Jacob turns up with a job making Simon do it uh, now um, and um, he, so Simon says to Sam he won't be very long but he accidentally leaves his delivery bag with the cocaine in it behind and um, and and Sam is also waiting so he stands there patiently waiting for Simon and he witnesses Jacob and Simon bundling a young lad into the boot of a car so he does sort of see vi- a bit of violence and a bit of beating up because obviously um, this 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 boy owes Jacob money mm. and um you know they're paying heavies aren't they at this point mm. um so yeah so so uh uh this really frightens Sam it frightened me actually it's horrible and it's such a murky world because it's very hard to get out of it without you know yeah. unscathed I would say yes and so yes yeah, so he's frightened Sam and he pedals off with the delivery bag so that's really not something you want so he's this little little lad's got this delivery bag full of cocaine you know and uh anything could happen to him what kind of danger is sam in yeah quite a lot i'd say yes oh we don't need any more trouble in that family we really don't oh and it's also sad for simon because he kind of kind of gets himself in and out of scrapes doesn't he but this time it's sort of he's landed here in a way by trying to help someone else and that's the sad thing um Okay, so EastEnders. Now, you were keeping something very big from me last week, weren't you? I did. I did. (laughs) Cat and Phil. What the actual... I mean, I just can't. There's just no words. I know. It was was fully embargoed. I couldn't say a word. And, um, yes, Cat and Phil slept together. Wow. Did you see that coming? No, No, I didn't. No, I didn't. But in a way, it's almost, when you think about it, it's almost the kind of thing that should have happened years ago. In fact, I thought it probably would have happened years ago. Yes. So I I don't think they've slept together. I could easily be wrong because both of them have had quite a few partners in the bedroom. And I, I did search and search, you know. I mean, Phil has been in it since about... 1995 and cat came in early 2000 so they you know 25 years they possibly then you would have thought they would have done but actually i think they've been on two different roads so i don't i don't think they have um but yes so is it a relationship made in heaven or hell <laughs> i i would say hell <laughs> yes. personally i mean this is the mean i mean they're either going to be an in if they would stay together an incredibly dynamic duo because they're both capable of quite a lot as we know um or whether they're just too similar and so therefore yeah. clash and it will just become i mean it would be it would be an incredibly um uh fire firework fueled you know relationship wouldn't it yes completely cat 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 isn't frightened of giving her you know speaking her mind phil's not frightened of speaking his mind either so um they'll both you know there will be massive massive explosive fireworks and um you know there's also the other the other point to this triangle is that um Sharon I thought Sharon and Phil were getting back together again Sharon is in agreement with me she certainly thinks she's getting back together again with Phil he was I'll be honest with you giving out really big signals Mm. going you know I'm getting you know we could rekindle our marriage um but suddenly he went veering off in the other direction and slept with cat and poor old sharon doesn't know but Um, but it depends whether it's just sort of a one-nighter or whether and it means anything or whether we see a relationship you know growing from this i think that's the key isn't it yeah 
Yeah. So um, you have to ask, will Sharon end up with her heart broken? Um, and can, can Phil ever make an honest woman of Cat? And where will it all end? Can anyone make an honest woman of Cat? I don't think that's possible. If Alfie couldn't, you've had a... <laughs> I mean it's a great combo it's great script writing but um yeah uh, yeah, I I can't see that being a happily ever after I'm not there are many but I can't see that being one of them not like my Mick and Linda (laughs) <laughs> well, you've got your happy ever after, yeah, exactly. but they're still not quite back in the in the Vic, which is where I know everybody wants yeah, them to be. Yeah, and there's and there's more drama for Ruby this week, isn't there? Because we found out last week that she was unexpectedly pregnant, and sort of you know even she was surprised. But she's not pregnant enough because she's only I think she's only about four weeks pregnant. So I guess now after the scan, it's a kind of a working out you know the dates. Yes. Yes, that's, this is completely it. She's not pregnant enough. Can you? That's an odd phrase I use there, she's not <laughs> pregnant enough. But, yeah, so, so Martin thinks she's three months pregnant, but, in fact, she's only seven weeks pregnant. So she's about four weeks out. Um, and um, she, so she books a private scan, um, and uh, she needs... She, so how will she match up her pregnancy date, dates with her lies? Um, you know, there is... You know, so because Martin's going to go, well, so what happened in that month then? You 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 know you told me three months ago you were pregnant but actually this scan says you're only seven weeks pregnant so you know she's got a lot of lying to do Mm. um but then does heartbreak lie ahead when she discovers she's bleeding and and i suppose to some degree that will get her out of all this problem wouldn't it yes yes as awful as that is yes but i think she does she she wants a baby with martin so you know, I think it's go- it is going to hit her harder than perhaps she thinks. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's all go, isn't it? Hollyoaks. Last, but definitely so can, not least. Can I just say, mm. first of all, on Hollyoaks, um, Hannah, that AJ and Curtis Pritchard are going to be joining the cast of Hollyoaks. Oh my God, this is the best news ever. <laughs> They're perfect. I mean, AJ oh, no. Pritchard is perfect for it. The girls yeah. are going to love it. Yes, they are, aren't they? And Curtis, well, I mean, they both look they look very, very similar. So, obviously, we, we all know Curtis from Love Island and AJ from Strictly. So, yes, they're going to, I think, they're I suppose, going to really be... I suppose um, if you've got... If, you know, obviously, he's a dancer but um, with AJ, but I guess they've been to sort of dance and drama school, so I, it's part of their blood, isn't it? But, yeah, everyone yeah. is just going to love them joining. Absolutely brilliant. Um, yes. Oh, gosh, it's all happening this week. Um, yeah, I know. They're really fitting because they're both handsome. Yeah. All of the men in, in Hollyoaks are always handsome, aren't yeah, they? they are. They're like the Abercrombie and Fitch staff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the CV, your looks. Um, OK, so things blow up for Felix, um, don't they? They do this week. So um, we remember that um, Felix Warren and Brody beat up um, Cormac, abuser Cormac, last autumn, put him in his coma. And um, this, t- you know, um, they need a plan to, pr- to, to protect themselves and to stop them from getting arrested. Um, so so it's, it's, this is a really tricky situation. His daughter, Summer, is unaware um, that, that these three guys um, are the people that put him in the coma. But actually, you know what, I would like to ask just how much does she know? Is, does, she have a, does she have an inkling that something's going on? Um, and, um, 
you know, she she wants to find out, who, you know, who put her father in this coma um, and, and uh, what exactly is going on. Um, and But, you know, these three, they've, they've got to protect themselves. They don't want to go, go to prison. Mm-hmm. Um, and this week, um, Warren tries to put her off a scent, but... She, put her off the scent of, of, of what's going on and she's shocked when she overhears a conversation between Brody and Warren about her dad because to her, her dad's her dad and she she hasn't seen his nasty side but um, backed into a corner Brody thinks that someone needs to know just what her dad is really like so Felix, who bore the brunt of it back, opens up just about, um, sorry, Felix opens up about what he went through as a child. But as I said last week, I thought Summer's a bit of a bunny boy. You did, yeah, you called that. I did. And she's boiling with anger this week and she grabs her flatmate Gracie's gun. Just what will she do? Oh, no. It is, it is. I mean, there's a gun, she's, you know, she she probably doesn't believe Felix, so, you know, so she's so she's got this gun. Is it going to? Is this going to sort of leave the way open um, for Sienna to get back with Brody? Do we think? Well, that is one of the upsides to all of this. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> There's a woman with a gun, but <laughs> yes. Well, you know, so Brody might might look at her quite differently now. So, um, and Sienna will be straight in there because she wants to get back with Brody, despite the fact that she was carrying on an affair with 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 Warren. <laughs> Oh, it's fair. All these tangled webs. It's just absolutely brilliant. You can barely keep up, can you? No, you can't. This one is really tricky, oh, this one. So. Just, honestly, every week I kind of look forward to my uh, top-up of um, gossip on the, on the soaps because they just never fail to, um, uh, t- to impress, really. And not only that, it's just such a great form of escapism right now, isn't it, when we're all kind of, you know, it is. in the depths of um, winter and lockdown. <laughs> 3.0. And I think I think the nice thing is that all the fans are a bit forgiving because um, it, it is really really difficult filming and socially distancing. So bits of it are it aren't quite the same as pre pre COVID. But everyone's gone, hey, this is this is what it yeah. is, and I think that's a very nice thing that everyone's done. And, and because they have done really well, I mean, the storylines haven't suffered. In fact, anything they've raised their game. I mean, it's really I think that it's commendable how they've dealt with it. To yeah. be honest with you. Yeah, so it's a bit like, um, you know, like normally you would see perhaps Phil and Kat in bed together, but you can't do that. So you'll see her sneaking out of a back door and and it's obvious then she spent the night there. So it's all this kind of I thing. think I read an interview actually with... Um Kim Tate, or yeah, Kim Tate's obviously the character, um, Claire King, and she was King. saying that she actually quite likes this social distancing because she doesn't want to do any of those kind of scenes anymore, and so it just gives her an excuse not to have to. That's really good to know. Isn't yeah. It? Um, right, thank you so much, Claire. Another great week, and um, I will be back with you and Victoria uh, next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> 